Andrew, I went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, on Saturday. <laughs> all right, first of all, first of all, how'd you feel? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It's the goddamn Ant-Man. It's, I love Ant-Man. Uh, it's, I know, it's delightful. He, uh, uh, Dusty texted me the other day and said, Ant-Man gets big, then he gets small. It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there, it's it's one of the it's the second worst reviewed Marvel movie. That's what I was gonna say. Like on Rotten Tomatoes, no. but I don't know. What you, I don't know what you people want. He yeah. gets big. He gets tiny. He rides an ant. Look, man, what else? What else do you go to the movies it's, for? It's Quantumania, asshole. Yeah, you uh, lost your you lost your sense of wonder. Uh, also, the guy who <laughs> the guy who plays Kang, uh, who's the next big bad for these new uh, Marvel movies, is really great. But uh, I voted for Kodos. Yeah, it's um, true. I, okay, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna well, watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I not hope, trying to I sell hope, you on it. I'm I just hope, saying I enjoyed it. I, I hope Mr. Rudd made fifty million dollars, uh, and I hope uh, you know real movies come back eventually. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, next week, guess what I'm watching this Saturday, if uh, everything pans out. Magic Mike, Last no, Dance. Uh, wait for that at home. Oh, know? yeah, that's true. Uh, cocaine bear, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. It's a bear on cocaine. Uh, uh, the, um, the Harvey Firestein movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're making a movie about a bear on cocaine. Yep. Can you, uh, You're the producer. Mm-hmm. They come to you. I'm the director, and I say, "Look, do we pay for the rights for Eric Clapton's cocaine, or is it too on the nose?" I wouldn't. It, um, on the I, nose. Yeah. I like that. On the nose. Yeah. Pun intended. Um, I wouldn't play the song as it is. I would make like a like a Iron Maiden <laughs> version sure. of that song. Yeah. Um and I think that would slap uh or go the Godzilla route add bear sounds <laughs> to the to cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Look man, it's bear. <laughs> it's been in my brain for 20 plus years, the Godzilla brain stew. So they did something right. Uh yeah, I'm I think I'm going the Iron Maiden or maybe like I call Sebastian Bach up. <laughs> Oh yeah, I doubt he can still do it. You think Sebastian Bach can still do it? I uh, he could probably give you one eighteen in life, you know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I'm well. He's like a classically trained singer, so I bet he took care of his voice because he 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 was on like he did operas and Let's shit. Let's see how old he is. I mean, it naturally goes eventually. There's, yeah, there's a there's a there's a shelf life with what he he's fifty four. He can't fully do it, but he might be able to kind of do it. I bet. Um, yeah. I'm not going to start looking around, but if if Sebastian Bach can do it, I'll give him some work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want a metal version of Cocaine by Clapton. I want like a like either Iron Maiden style or like a hair metal yeah. version. Like something yeah. wild, you know? I bet a poison version of it would be fun, you know? <laughs> like, uh, that would, that would, that would kind of rock. I'm yeah. looking forward to this. It looks completely silly. And I know it's going to be bad. It's the, I think it's the last movie Ray Liotta was ever in, which kind Ray of Liotta hurts. was in Cocaine Bear. Yeah, <laughs> we're it's... just gonna. It should be. It should. That should be the tagline: Cocaine Bear, the movie that killed Ray Liotta. <laughs> the movie that finally did in Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> the feds couldn't get him. Cocaine Bear did it. What did? What killed Ray Liotta? Did he have cancer? 
No, I believe it was a cardiac issue, possibly. I said he died in his sleep. That's all. His, he has maybe the maybe the shortest death uh, entry in Wikipedia for somebody as famous as he is. Leota died in his sleep on May 26, 2022, at age 67, Santa, Santa Domingo, Re- Dominican Republic, during the filming of Dangerous Waters. At the time of his death, he was engaged to Nancy Natolo. JC J- Natolo. Don't know why I saw Nancy. Um, <laughs> but there's literally nothing about why how he died. Yeah. I don't know. The it hell? remains a mystery. The cocaine bear probably did it to him. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks directed Cocaine Bear? Yeah. What? She's... <laughs> I believe she also directed the newest version of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, uh, where she plays Rita Repulsa. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, she's out there. She's prolific. Uh, yeah. Oh, and she did the remake of Charlie's Angels, which I never saw, so I have uh, no feeling on it either way. Yeah, it's probably stunk. Let's be honest. Um, not because of her. I like right. That. Well, and I'm like, it could exist. I don't care. You reboot Charlie's Angels. You know, I guess as many times as you want, but. Okay. I don't. I'm not gonna see him. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in Cocaine Bear. I, I, oh, I'm, I'm excited to hear your. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch Cocaine Bear. I'm excited to hear your review of Cocaine Bear. Do we know what type of re- receptions? Receptions? Not yet. I haven't seen anything yet. But um... the, apparently, the bear was presented in a sympathetic light by the film. Thank. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, it's not the bear's fault. The it ate cocaine on accident and went crazy. <laughs> it's true. Like that's uh so I read the book uh Cujo, the Stephen King book, uh a while back, and it's a like that book is uh infinitely depressing. It just keeps punching you down. But the whole time I was just like, I feel bad for Cujo. He has rabies. It's not Cujo's fault that he went crazy and is killing all these people. That's like, the case for like every like in in freaking the thing. But, but, right, it's not the thing's fault. It just wants to survive. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Same thing with aliens. Yeah, Alien. we're only we're only villainizing it because it uh, it's hurting it's us coming after us. Yeah, but it's we're steady uh, killing cockroaches freaking all day. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, that's very true. I guess there should be sympathy for the thing. Uh, you know? That's 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 our our metal band sympathy for the thing <laughs> sympathy uh, for the thing. One thing I'll I'll give Cocaine Bear, yeah, ninety five minutes. That look, they know. Listen, that's that's <laughs> three stars at least. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus, man. They uh they know what time it is. I'll also tell you this: if there's some kind of tech that makes the bear big, <laughs> and then makes it small, <laughs> smaller than it should be. <laughs> Five stars. Give the cocaine bear fifty million. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> like he's a he's a big bear. Then small bear. Really small bear. Yeah. But all like, the time he's a fast bear. Yeah. <laughs> he's a yeah, he's a he's a bear that's uh got a lot of ideas burning through his skull. You know? <laughs> I don't even know how to talk to the hand. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> Orange County. Yeah. Uh yeah, I uh one, one more thing real quick. Uh, I just finished. I'm, I'm. I finished book three of the year. Nice. It is February twentieth. I think my goal was six or eight. I can't remember. I'm gonna blow past it. Yeah. Unless I lose momentum, like I do with every other thing in my life. <laughs> sure. Um, but I read um, uh, the Old Man in the Sea by Ernest Hemingway. It okay. barely counts as a book. I read it's it in two small, sessions. Right? It's it's 150 pages. So yeah. like I, I might count it as a half. I might count it as a full book. I make the rules. I mean, it is a full book. Yeah. It's a novella. 
Um, yeah. But not unlike the thing. Oh yeah, also in a boat. Yes. So so um, just a dude sitting in a rowboat, right? Talking about yeah, yeah. It's an old uh, Cuban fella um, named Santiago, and uh, Santiago is a fisherman, and he hasn't oh. caught a fish for eighty-four damn days. Uh, and because he uh, he was starting to lose it as a fisherman, he's a very old man. Um, his 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 sidekick, this this little boy. Uh, has to abandon him. His parents won't let him go out with the old man anymore, and the old man goes out into the sea. We we don't want to. We don't want you learning fishing from someone who sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go with them anymore. Yeah, and uh, and the kid went to like some other fishing boat, and they're like catching a bunch of fish and shit because uh, the old man says it's a lucky boat, but like salt the, in the wound. The old man goes out into the sea, um, a little on the nose, and then uh, he hooks a like a a big ass marlin, like. And the book is him struggling against this marlin, and there's like point. There's like I'm not gonna tell like the end or any any other spoilers, but there's like points in the book where he's like, it's a very interesting book. It's like everything that's going because it's only him. So you're like you're hearing hearing all these things that are going on through his head, and like what he's worried about, and he still has to like he still has to do all the fishing shit while like he's going in this war in his mind over what's happening, and like. At one point, he's like he's like injured, and he's like sitting there, and he's like wondering if Joe DiMaggio would be proud of him, <laughs> and like it's like yeah. uh, it's a very interesting. If anybody like, it's like you know, I'm sure it's really inexpensive to buy like on Kindle and shit. I bought the paperback yeah. version; it was like ten bucks on on Amazon. Um, it was supposedly Hemingway's like final great work of fiction. I think it won him the Pulitzer, um, and I thought it was really good. I uh, yeah. I will uh, if anybody wants it, hit me up. I'll fucking mail it to you. You got to give it back though. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what might have made the old man in the sea better? Cocaine. If you found there cocaine, was some kind of tech that made the marlin. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if if he could make this, if he could make this marlin really small, it yeah. would have solved a lot of problems. <laughs> that takes care of a lot of. Problems from the jump for uh, for Santiago. <laughs> that was there's there's a part there's parts where he's like he's like uh, he's like really struggling in his head with like do I even deserve to kill this marlin? Like this is the strongest goddamn animal I've ever <laughs> yeah. like it is it is strong willed it is strong bodied it's probably purple which is dope as shit like he just keeps like <laughs> yeah. thinking about how awesome this marlin is and he's like and there's there's parts where he's like this marlin is my brother. But I have to kill it, and like, yeah, that's... <laughs> dude, it's it really is. Somebody, it's like somebody's got to go. Yeah, know? yeah. You're in, a duel. you're in a duel now. That is that is that is the case, and it's yeah. uh, it's pretty intense. Like it's it's it was good, so I'm I'm glad I read it. What if from now on all of my critical evaluations <laughs> were just <laughs> be a lot cooler if they had a tech that made this very small, <laughs> but also very big if it wanted to be. It it would make a lot of movies better. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, that's like, I well, we'll the talk whale? about it. Yeah, solved problem solved. Make, make them small. Make them small. <laughs> so, we'll talk about it in the thing. I I have an obsession with this style of movie, uh, from when I was a kid. So with the the thing style movie. Yeah, or just well, I'll I'll explain it to theme you. song. Yeah.
Welcome to Star Marks, everybody. We are a very funny podcast out of the Central Valley of California. Nailed it that time. I'm Andrew. That's Dusty. Follow us on all the socials at Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Dusty's on Twitter at SnartMarkD. I'm on Instagram at Andrew Idell. Follow us on your favorite podcast apps. We're also on YouTube. We're in all the places. I finish this way faster than I normally do, so I'm rambling now. Just smash. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, whatever button you got that brings our voices to you. I literally want you to hit it with a fucking hammer dude uh sorry this is not the intro part of the podcast i just read a story about uh not our hometown but close to our hometowns some dude went into a restaurant ordered some food and then went into the bar area where somebody was sitting pulled out a tiny 10 pound sledgehammer and just started beating this dude (laughs) in the head with it I uh, it's not it's not funny, but yeah. it's funny because you never think oh that you're going to read <laughs> a man uh and Where then, did that uh, happen? Uh downtown Visalia. Jesus. Was it a random attack or no? I have the the thing I read didn't have any further details as to oh, motive. But the dude got caught and he goes, "Hey, you need to check this other address because I did some shit to somebody else too, and they found there was a deceased person at that address. Jesus Christ! Yeah. This is—I can't uh, laugh anymore. No, I, I was picturing him sitting there at the bar, and he's like, <laughs> "You know, you're starting to look like a nail." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, and it's the really nice new steakhouse that they built. That's uh, like a hundred dollars a plate. <laughs> he oh, just geez. went in there and just started see? bashing some dude. Yeah. What the uh, fuck? Well, I'm glad they caught him. Yeah, he he absconded to the hospital where uh, and they caught him. And the guy that he hit with the hammer, I guess, is in stable condition. So that guy might well, be that's okay. good. You know, yeah. you know what would have made that story better? The hammer was small. There's some kind of tech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that made the hammer small. He made could, the hammer small. Yeah, then it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, a little you dinky. Know? You hear a little bink on the yeah, top of the guy's head. It's like it's comical at that point. Yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> Andrew. We are. So glad uh, I heard about that person getting murdered with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> Look, these are the these are the tales. This, this is what happens. That. We're freewheeling yeah. podcasts. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Dusty Dusty found and ate some cocaine <laughs> with Ray um, Liotta. Does Ray Liotta watching. play the cocaine bear? <laughs> no, I think he's part of the drug dealing cartel that lost the. Oh, cocaine that makes sense. That makes that the sense. bear then eats. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Andrew, mm-hmm. we're watching alien stuff. We are watching that's, alien. That's stuff. what we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, on, I didn't even think about it. The the god smiled upon us. There's a lot of alien stuff in the news right now. Yeah, so and I wrote a, it in the last description as if it yeah. was on purpose. Yeah. So we're like right in the zeitgeist right now. That's how. That's you know? how you. Uh, that's how that's how show business works. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> a happy accident. Yeah, you know? it's like chocolate chip cookies and Coca Cola. Uh, Is chocolate chip cookies a happy accident? Yeah, they weren't trying to make ha- chocolate chip cookies. Somebody's making cookies and then somebody's holding chocolate chips and they tripped. <laughs> uh, something like I'm sure that's how they tell it in oh, the film. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! I got all my chocolate chips and my cookies. <laughs> oh, what are we ever gonna do? Hold on! <laughs> Wait a second! What's John doing? <laughs> one one enterprising soul <laughs> saved the whole thing. It's a bunch uh, of elves. <laughs> so <laughs> so this week. Uh, continuing, we watched the thing, or we watched the thing this week. We watched Alien last week, uh, which is a ship that has one alien on it. Oh shit! There's an alien. 
uh, and a ragtag group of people have to try to fight this alien off. Today, we're watching The Thing from John Carpenter, where a ragtag group of guys are stuck in Antarctica, and oh shit, there's a thing, and they gotta fight off the thing. Not a thing. I, I, I gotta say, I don't like the title of either of these movies. Uh, because they didn't have the foresight of thinking about Google. Yeah, um, right. Just calling it, it's, it's too, I guess it's too common of a phrase or like, I don't know. I can't say I don't like it. Like the thing is kind of a dope name for a movie, yeah. but like it's, uh, it's two things that like aren't distinct enough to feel like actual movie titles. Yeah. Um, so we, the thing is directed by John Carpenter of Halloween and escape from New York, uh, fame as well as once, uh, I forgot Big Trouble in Little China. Escape from New York. We got to yep. watch that at some point. <laughs> Not Big Trouble in Little China. What the hell am I talking about? Escape from L.A. Um, Escape from L.A. And um, He made uh, Rush Hour, right? No. Um, he did not make Rush Hour. I cannot remember this. I'm going to be really mad. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Yeah, what did not you say? Ponte. Once What's Upon a Time in China, which is a different movie. Uh, yeah, with, also with Kurt Russell. So this is 1982. We are coming off of... Did he make Captain uh, Ron? <laughs> no, but Kurt Russell did. Okay. Uh, so this uh, is coming off of a... like John Carpenter's career is so weird because it's like he hits huge with Halloween. Then he makes The Fog and nobody really likes it. Uh, and then later people are like, oh, the fog is dope. So then he makes Escape from New York, and everybody's like, this movie rules. Then he makes The Thing, which people hate initially, and now is uh, critically revered as one of the best movies of all time. So it's like... It, it is? It, it, yeah. He could never get a few in a row uh, but like that are critically and commercially successful. But right now he's coming off of a successful movie, Escape from New York. Uh, this is a movie that is based on and 1950s movie called the thing from outer space uh and a novella by a gentleman named john w campbell jr and the novella is called who goes there so you like either of those titles better than the thing um is is what was the other one the thing that came from space the thing from outer space <laughs> It's very the on the nose. Yeah, and who goes there just doesn't seem to go with with what this story is that much. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I can tell you that the guy who wrote Who Goes There, J.W. Campbell, has a Wikipedia uh, uh, column area under views uh -oh. that says slavery, race, and segregation. Um, that's not looking at, that's not looking good for our guy <laughs> and uh the only thing i'm gonna read because i'm not i don't want to get into this and i don't i don't know what he felt i haven't read this at all sure. but uh somebody wrote that campbell enjoyed taking the devil's advocate position so uh, uh yeah that's a fun guy <laughs> but let's be uh, honest let's 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 be clear he did not make the thing right. we are we are two steps removed from the thing Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it is not the thing from outer space. It's 1951's The Thing from Another World. So, uh, I think I feel like that's better. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's true. 
It's an yeah. accurate description of what happens. Um, but our movie, of course, stars goddamn Kurt Russell just looking the best anybody's ever looked in their life. Uh, <laughs> he is looking very Kurt Russell. He's got the, yeah. his beard is so thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some beard trivia later for you. You got beard hold trivia. On. Yeah. Hold on to that. All right. So, All right. Uh, a Wilford Brimley as he is billed. Um, we don't know about whether this is pre or post diabetes for Wilford Brimley, but he stars as the senior biologist. Uh, T.K. Carter is Knowles, the cook. David Clennon is Palmer, the assistant mechanic. Keith David is Childs, the chief mechanic. Richard Dyrest as Dr. Copper, the physician. Charles Hallaharn as Norris, the geologist. Peter Maloney as George Bennings, the meteorologist. Richard Mauser as Clark, the dog handler. Uh, we got a station commander, Donald Moffat. Joel Polis as Fuchs, the assistant biologist, and Thomas G. Waiters as Windows, the radio operator. So we got a bunch of dudes in this movie. It's all dudes. Yeah, and uh, when I, you just kept naming names. Yeah, there's like twelve dudes in this movie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the synopsis. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be able to mention twelve guys, but we'll see how well, this goes. We'll talk about that during the uh, later, but I had a hard time telling most of these dudes apart. Like, I don't know who hey, any of these guys are. <laughs> hey, movies. Yeah. Give people normal names. <laughs> I don't need a guy named Windows and a guy named Fugues, and then every once in a while, a guy's just Clark. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't follow that shit. It's like <laughs> fucking The Dragon Show. Yeah. I don't know anybody's name in The Dragon Show. I don't even know the name of the dragon show. House of Dragons. There it is. Uh, yeah. But you can't, like, it's really hard to remember a bunch of stupid <laughs> fucking names. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to hand it off to Andrew. Andrew, what is the plot of the thing? I was watching this movie and I was going, okay, this, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Is like, I feel like, I feel like I knocked Alien out of the park. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a tough act to follow. Um, so the, the, the there's there's this tech right <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um oh I, the, the i was i was going to play a game <laughs> where i was like i'm going to try to guess what year this movie was made uh, uh because yeah. uh i i kind of vaguely had an idea i would i think i would have guessed a little later um until i started to see all the fucking practical effects but as soon, literally, I had that thought, and then it goes somewhere in Antarctica, 1982, <laughs> on the screen. Yep. So it kind of spoiled the shit for me. But um, okay, so we're somewhere in Antarctica, 1982, right? And uh, these, there's this dog, <laughs> and the dog is running through the snow, and it's like it looks like a nice dog. It's like a husky, and uh, there's a helicopter with the most inept shooter and so there's a helicopter with two guys the one of them has a gun and the guy with the gun is shooting at the dog trying to kill the dog and uh we'll we'll get there but i I wanted to kill this man at this point in this movie yeah and then so they they they, they're trying to kill the dog they keep making like different sweeps because this guy can't hit the fucking dog from a helicopter and then the dog runs to uh this base camp thing and these people are like walking outside the base camp, like, what the hell's going on out there? And um, 
this guy who was trying to shoot the dog, the, the helicopter lands, guy was trying to shoot the dog, pulls out, like, pulls out a grenade that looks like a, kind of looks like a smoke grenade, and he, like, whoopsies it behind him. Like, he's going he's gonna to try to throw it, but uh, he's Norwegian, so he's stupid, apparently, and uh, <laughs> it explodes and kills him. <laughs> and, and then... And the uh, pilot. Huh? And the pilot. Well, no, because don't they shoot the pilot? Oh, they do shoot the, the pilot. The That's pilot's right. like <laughs> yelling in Norwegian, uh, and probably saying, "Hey, this dog is fucking alien, and all my friends are dead." But anyway, and so they yep. they they shoot the pilot, and the pilot's like, "Ah, you're gonna die!" And then uh, and then slowly the dog starts acting weird. They 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 are like, "Oh, that was that was odd," and then they go back to their to their uh, normal life. Dog starts acting weird. And they they're like, where are the, where are these Norwegians from? There's a Norwegian camp down the road. So they go to the Norwegian camp down the road, and um, in their helicopter, and uh, everybody's dead. Everybody's dead, and everybody's melted. They're like, what's going on here? And there's like a guy who had like it looked like he had killed himself sitting in the table, right? Because he was he was holding the razor, and it was so cold that his his blood froze before it hit the ground. Um, we'll get to that as well, but, uh, <laughs> Antarctica they, notoriously cold. Yeah. But just inconsistently yeah. cold, apparently according to this movie, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, they, uh, they then, uh, so they're like, holy shit, something's going on with the Norwegians. And then they, 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 uh, go back to the camp and the dog's still acting weird. They put the dog in the kennel. And as soon as the dog is alone with all the other dogs, the other dogs are like, there's something fucked up about this dog. And yeah. the, the, the other dogs are not thrilled about it. no they're they're not jazzed and for good reason because this dog turns into a demon like it like <laughs> splits in half and then the, like a bunch of shit comes out of its mouth and then it they like it's like sprouting things it's like wrapping around the other dogs and like killing the other dogs and then uh uh sammy zane is is the guy that's like <laughs> that's like looking after these dogs and he's like hey something's going on with these dogs yeah. and uh they go and everybody comes in and just starts fucking shooting through the things yeah. in the dog and these dogs, one of them's a demon. And was it Sammy Zane? that was like, hey, stop shooting the dogs. Why are you shooting the dogs? Well, because there's a shot where, like, one of the dogs is, like, tied up in the tentacles. Oh, and then they shoot that dog in the chest. And they shoot that yeah. dog in the chest. And he's like, bah, my dog. It's, uh, by the way, Peter Mauser is Clark, the dog handler. So you're that's, yeah. Clark. He looks, like, he, looks, he looks a lot like Sammy Zane. Um, yeah. uh, or Henry Zabrowski. And so they, they, they fuck all these dogs up, and then they're like, okay something's going on with this dog <laughs> yeah i'm getting willing to bet it's the same thing that fucked up those norwegians over at that norwegian camp and then so then uh, uh i'm trying to think what happens next so then the, the there's like a wilford brimley is like a he's like a doctor guy and he starts losing his mind. He's got a gun. He's like holding himself up. He he like sabotages the the, the helicopter because he's like we can't leave because the computer tells him this super advanced 1982 computer is like oh yeah I know exactly what this is. If this gets out, the whole human race is done in like twenty thousand hours or whatever it says. Yeah. You're and, talking about Blair, the senior biologist. That is okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, so the computer tells Blair that the world is doomed if this gets out. So Blair just like loses his mind and he like holds himself up with a gun and he's like uh, breaking everything. And like, it was really actually kind of weird. And 
then they 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 lock Blair away, and then one by one, these dudes start turning into demons, right? So like, uh, one guy, um, one guy they just find melted, like he burned himself dead, right? Yeah, he went like the theory is that he went crazy. And was like, I'm going to kill myself before the thing takes me over. And that was Sami Zayn, right? Uh, no, Sami Zayn gets shot by... Oh, yeah, he uh, gets shot right Kurt in the Russell. forehead. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember also, who he was. Wilford Brimley doesn't mention the uh, scenario he ran through the computer as like a reasonable way to explain to these dudes why he's going crazy. He's just like, I'll kill every single one of you. And they're like, hey, chill out. And he could have just been like, okay... <laughs> We can't let the thing out because yeah. the thing is gonna. It's bad news. Yeah. The thing so, out. so uh, the, the 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 guy kills himself, and then they're like, uh, one of us is probably a thing. We don't know which one is the thing, and they find Kurt Russell's because they think that the thing rips your clothes off when it when when you become the thing, uh, which is kind of a weird thing. Eh? Uh, but then, yeah. so then they. They find Kurt Russell's overalls, and they're like, oh, man, Kurt Russell's the thing. And uh, so they try to, like, abandon Kurt Russell out in the cold. And Kurt Russell, because he's Kurt Russell, he sneaks into the place. He's Snake yeah, he's Plissken. He's not going to jive with that shit. No, sure. and so he's got – he holds them hostage. He's got uh, – he's holding a flare way too close to diamond, dynamite. And uh, he's like, oh, you guys move, and I'll fucking kill all of us. And then they uh, – so he's, like, running the show now, and he's, like, being a jerk to everybody. And uh, – and he he figures out a test for the blood. Uh, he he decides like, oh, because because the the relatively chubby guy, uh, he starts like he's having a stomachache. He's very clearly got the thing, but nobody's like, <laughs> sure. nobody's paying attention to the guy with stomachache. And then uh, he has like a heart attack. And the the uh, the other the other doctor that they have is like giving him CPR. And his stomach opens up and just snaps the dude's freaking arms off. And uh, and then, uh, and then he becomes the thing, and then his his head becomes a spider. It's crazy, and uh, they they burn him because this is an uh, this 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 building can't be burned down. And then uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to speed this up. <laughs> and then uh, he figures out a way to test people to see if they have the thing with their their blood. And then one guy is discovered as he has the thing, and. Uh, so he starts like blah, 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 becoming the thing, and then uh, the 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 torches aren't working, uh, and the guys like tied up to the other guys. So like if the torch anyway, and uh, so Windows runs up, and Windows is like he looks like uh, he kind of reminds me of like w- one of the Fratellis from the Goonies, uh, the one with the glasses, and he runs yeah. up and he's like, oh, I'll kill it, and then he just pauses. <laughs> He's just staring at the thing for like for like five seconds in the thing. I mean, this is like a thing he's never seen. It's pretty crazy. Uh, well, I mean, he yeah. saw. It. I mean, sure, he's been sure. seeing it all week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get used to it. You know, and the thing bites his head, and fucking he becomes the thing. So like, and then uh, so there's like four guys left, and then they're like, uh, they're like, uh, uh, l- l- let's go check the the Wilford Brimley, and Wilford Brimley's gone, and he was building a, a, a ship to leave the place he'd like tunneled out of the place they were holding them and like and then kurt russell was like that's it we gotta blow everything up yeah we like we're we're dead we we have to completely give up and just decimate every building in this area and it's like 
all right. Like, I don't feel like we need to do But anyway, that's what he says. And then they start yeah. just blowing everything up. And they, they blow up the, they throw dynamite in the ground. And then they blow up the whole buildings. And, and then the, only him and the dude from They Live are left. Keith David. Keith David. Thank uh, you very Childs. much. Yep. And he and Keith David have not trusted each other this whole time. There's like this big, like, sexual tension going on between the two guys. And um, they're like, like, they're, they're the only two people left. And they're like, do you have the thing? And he's like, I don't know. Do you have the thing? And he's like, I don't know. And Kurt Russell's like, well, I guess we just sit here and see. And then the fucking movie ends. <laughs> it's yeah. the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. The end of the 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 the, the, the resolution of this movie is we'll see. Is both guys might be the thing. Uh, both guys might be the, or none of them are the thing, and they just or, freeze to death out in the freaking yeah. Antarctic. Okay, so. <laughs> that was a long one, right? Yeah. Let's go positives. She said. Positives. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't hate this movie. Okay. I'm not. I'm not prepared to shit on this movie. Uh, there were some things. There were there were some things in the and thing. Then there's yeah. Some things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, give guys normal names, or write their names on the shirt. Have everybody yeah. have a name tag in movies like this. Well, the the thing to me is like there should have been some scene where we get to one. There doesn't need to be 12 dudes, I guess, because you got to have a lot of bodies for the thing to kill. Yeah, like, you, you got a budget. You're like, let's go like six dudes. Give me a little snippet of each guy so I know who everybody is or like something to kind of endear me to these people. But it's kind of the same as like Alien that we talked about last week. Like, I guess Kurt Russell is the star of this movie, but he's not the star in the sense that like he overtakes the movie. Yeah, you know, I used Chris Pratt last week. I'll use him again. If they remade the thing, it would be Chris Pratt centric, you know, and you'd be like, that guy's definitely the lead of this movie. Because uh, in the in the thing that we just watched, it's kind of just like there's a bunch of dudes and then there's a the thing, you know. Yeah, it's, I, man, we'll go back to last week, too. I wish they would make the thing with Sean William Scott. Oh, yeah. A new thing. You got <laughs> the freaking thing, dude. <laughs> um, They did do a prequel to this movie in 2011 about the Norwegian base. Uh, just a started... bunch of dunces, just a bunch of <laughs> fucking zilches. Can't it's hit anything same... with their guns, don't know how to throw a grenade, like... Well, it's the same movie. It's just it ends where this one starts. How? So if you watched the 2011 one, you would then like, and then you watch this one. You could watch them as one continuous thing. How bad did that Norwegian guy fumble the bag? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's rough. He had uh, like 30 shots at that dog from yeah. the from the thing, and he's supposedly like a guy. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they're all scientists. So I, de- I mean, if he's the best shot of all the scientists, maybe he's not that good. They don't have like a Jurassic Park guy, you know. I f- yeah, I guess, but like, and then he's gonna th- and he is a scientist. Scientists we know throw like girls, but he's gonna throw. Sorry, girls out there. It's a, it's a turn <laughs> of phrase. I'm sure you guys throw. His throw went backwards. I'm sure you guys throw yeah. better than that. You know what I mean? Um, but it, throw he he reached back to th- it went backwards like. He he's he's a stooge. 
Yeah, if the if the Benny Hill music started playing right then, it wouldn't have been out of. I was uh, thinking the same thing. The, the Benny Hill mu- music should have been playing for the first like four minutes of this movie. The dog <laughs> running through, and this guy just speed it up slightly so it looks funnier. Yeah, um, you're also correct. The movie, if you spoke Norwegian, would have been over like the mystery would have been over like five minutes in because the Norwegian guys are yelling. Uh, it's not a dog. It's some kind of thing. <laughs> Don't let it into your place. Were there subtitles? No, it's just somebody. Just, just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had put it in as the IMDb trivia. Yeah. There's you know, a few, there's yeah. a few situations like that. I'm trying to stop saying the word thing so often. Cause this fucking right. movie's called the thing. Uh, but there's a few, there's a few things that, uh, like, first of all, you like immediately when you get to the Norwegian thing, you get? Did they have? Did they have uh, walkie talkies? No. I you don't think run so. back and you say, "Shoot the dog! Shoot the yeah. dog now!" Well, uh, and they found uh, like an alien ship at the the whole thing at the Norwegian base. Oh, I forgot they, they found find, the alien like, ship. Yeah, an alien ship, and then they find a big block of ice that uh, that some guy used to live in. <laughs> yeah, that had uh, the thing in it. Because in the 2011 movie, that they discover that. And then they like drill it out and then they let the thing out. But they're all the guys in this movie are acting very nonchalant for having discovered <laughs> extraterrestrial life uh, five minutes down the road from them. And they get back and they just never really talk about the ship part of it. They're just like, oh, yeah, everybody at the Norwegian base is dead. And the thing came from there. Uh, anyway. Yeah, like, I should have also mentioned like. As soon as as soon as the dog thing happens, Wilford Brimley knows everything about this organism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, true. well, you know, it obviously what it is is it is it is it gets into you and then it imitates you and it and it slowly like it doesn't imitate you perfectly at first, and then it slowly learns how to imitate you and it gets better and better and better. And it's like, who, did the dog like spit up a book <laughs> about these things, yeah. man? Oh, this is your run of the mill assimilation thing. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Oh, man, why didn't I think of the assimilation thing? Read about this guy before. Um, I'll have you know that in the IMD trivia, uh, John Carpenter was said to have been very impressed with the work done by the dog. (laughs) I got to admit, the dog did act pretty well, man. He he acted like he knew the assignment. The real dog's name was Jed, and the shot of him walking down the hallway and searching for a human was done in about four or five takes. Good work, Jed. He's a good boy. Yeah, he was a good boy. That dog dog is dead, yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, So, I will say, (laughs) I love this movie. There are things about it that, like, don't necessarily age well. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think it all, like we talked about last week with Alien, like, the main point of it of, like, do I know who I really am? Can I, am I something else now? Has something infiltrated me that I didn't want inside of me? And all of the, like, they play the paranoia of all of that really well. And then it's like, there are things I would have done differently. I wouldn't have probably tied everybody together if I thought somebody was a thing. (laughs) When I'm going to, when you're going to test everybody, like, wait, what is it? What happens when we find, if one of us is the thing? Yeah, which definitely somebody's the thing. We yeah. all are agreed about that, you know. Um, the scene with the blood, I still think is one of the coolest, like most effective uh, scenes for tension. Where he's go- well, like every time he's going to test the blood, it's like you're like, but I don't know, dude. <laughs> this is, it's still heightening. It's still like a pretty intense scene. 
Yeah, I thought it was good. I, th- I uh, uh, the the shots where they would put it on the guy who's being tested to show him squirm because this is like, I mean, you get we get nervous when we get blood tests at the doctor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is my iron too low? Am I gonna have to take vitamin D for a few weeks? You know what I mean. Right. Not if I'm uh, the goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The, that's a whole different level. So like, um, the the tension of that was really good. It was really weird when the doctor at first was like, remember the first blood scene where they're like, because the 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 one of the the like assistant doctor or something like that, the the guy who got his yeah. arms chopped off. Yeah, I think it was him that was like. Well, I mean, yeah, we can test for this if you if you take blood from a, from a clean person and then you put blood in. If the guy is contaminated, there's going to be some sort of reaction. What do you mean? <laughs> right. It's How, I, I, it's, it's uh, some bro science, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, he knows karate. <laughs> like that's... Well, one of the yeah, one of the things is like they probably know too much. Like it's a screenwriting thing, but it's like they know too much too soon. Yeah after encountering this completely alien entity, you know? Yeah. But um, still like, I think they did well with the, with the, the suspense. Uh, I think the, um, it's not, it's a dark, it's another dark movie. Yeah. It's, it's not as dark as alien. Uh, they turned a few lights on in this movie. Like there's one part where, uh, the guy, one of the guys becomes a thing. A guy I didn't even mention. There's a guy that, uh, they have like a dead guy in a in a room that that had previously been the thing, and they've got him like uh, under a blanket, and then uh, one of them's like, "Oh yeah, we got to keep this body." Uh, what do you say? Because they, they can sell it or like put it into a museum or some shit. Yeah, there's some sort of like uh, we need a record. Yeah, and then thing. obviously that guy becomes the thing, and then right. uh, and he runs outside, and <laughs> it's dark outside, and Kurt Russell's like get a flare and kurt russell gets a flare and like opens it up and it's it's a red flare it's like and then the the camera cuts like to a different angle and it's completely lit up like there's a spotlight on top of them (laughs) yeah but Uh, i i appreciate that light up your movie i want to see what's happening yeah i think some of it is like you know the effects and i i think that the effects are good in this movie like they are effective and they were very uh like groundbreaking at the time like part of the reason why this movie is so famous is because of all of the practical effects and like the way they built the monster and John Carpenter didn't John Carpenter didn't want it to be like alien where it's like kind of a humanoid looking thing he wanted it to be something completely like n- not atypical human <clears throat> Yeah, I think they, that they they definitely get that because like when it's just the head and then the spider legs sprout out of the head and it's like crawling around. Yes, now you know forty years later you're like yeah, all right. But like if it were nineteen eighty two when I saw that shit, that would be wild to me. Yeah, yeah, it was effective. There it there were um, there were certain a couple times where it looked like almost like stop animation. Like it looked like you know like claymation, like it was filmed in like spurt, you know, yeah. When when the tentacles were coming out and stuff, so like, but they can't help that. I'm not criticizing them, but I'm just saying that's why I would have dated it. Like, at first I was thinking, uh, like mid '80s when I like right when I turned the movie on, uh, just like a guess, and then 
But once I started to see that, I probably would have guessed a little bit sooner. But I, I think that, you know, the, the things made me very uncomfortable, what they looked like. Yeah. Uh, they were very gross. Unsettling. And yeah. like, oh, they're wet, too. They're gooey. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, uh, what did we call it last week? You didn't, you don't like it, whatever. It's like, they're very wet. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't, I, yeah. I, I, I can't. I can't remember. Oh, goo! What I, You're not into goo. I, I don't like goo. I'm not a goo guy. Uh, yeah. Um. Another thing was the the chest chomp scene, which I also like. That it's still sometimes if I don't remember that it's coming up, it'll still scare me now because suddenly the chest that dude's chest is just a big old mouth of sharp teeth. Yeah. They they got an actor who was a double who arm. actually had. Yeah, he was a double arm amputee. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying he actually had the chest. Oh, stomach mouth. Yeah, classic stomach mouth <laughs> stomach syndrome. They put a, a uh, casting call. No, they like they made fake arms for this guy, and he was a double amputee, and they used like a mask on his face, so he looked like the actor. And nobody's looking at that guy's face right then, anyway, so you never notice. But like that way, they could rip the arms off, and it's like blood sprays everywhere. So it's very effective. It yeah, was. it was it was gnarly. The funny, like the interesting thing about that was we we like the next time we saw that guy, he was just dead on the table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like I like I like movies that like it's kind of like Game of Thrones. They take people quickly. Yeah, uh, like it hinted at you with the with the stomach mouth guy, but like Henry Zabrowski slash Sami Zayn. Uh, so he's standing behind Kurt Russell when Kurt Russell's being a, a jerk, yeah. and he's like gonna stab him because he doesn't know if because Kurt, Kurt Russell's like holding everybody hostage, right. and he he finally makes a move, and as soon as he moves, Kurt Russell turns and shoots him right in the forehead and kills him. So like, well, and they were like, there's a really good scene where afterwards Keith David because they test uh, Sami Zayn guy's blood, and it turns out he was human, and Keith David looks at Kurt Russell and goes, "Well, now that makes you a murderer," you know. And, yeah, and it's like ah, he's, he's gonna stab me. <laughs> yeah, I'm also not the thing. So and him an attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the so the big thing at the end, Andrew, and I know that you hate this. Are <laughs> one of the guys the thing? It's why it's hotly debated, and there are many theories uh, that how one of them you, are the thing. How the could you? What would you even base any of the theories in? <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I could tell you you're gonna hate it, but I could, but I can tell you. Listen, <clears throat> give it to me, Dusty. Uh, according to an apocryphal story first reported on Reddit, when asked about the ambiguous ending, it's John Carpenter Reddit. <laughs> John Carpenter responded that he never understood how there could be any confusion about whether Childs or McCready are human, because in the last scene, Kurt Russell and Keith David are staring each other down. And it's harshly backlit. It's completely glaringly obvious, Andrew, that Kurt Russell is breathing and Keith David is not. So Keith David's a thing. <laughs> According to John Carpenter. I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> it's harsh it's harshly backlit, Andrew. <laughs> I know, harshly backlit it. <laughs> bastards. You know what you know what would help you be able to see if Keith David was breathing or not? If there was some kind of tech <laughs> that made him really that made him real big, <laughs> then you could definitely see if his chest was moving or not. It, I mean, one thing I I did notice, okay, yeah, 
I did notice the how prominent the steam coming out of Kurt Russell's nose when he breathed was in that scene. Yeah. So I can see that John Carpenter made a, maybe have, might have made a decision, right? Yeah. I need you to spoon feed me, John. <laughs> uh, for this particularly, yeah. Um, there's another quote on IMDb that's uh, the ending of the film, the, ambigu- the ambiguity of which is now considered iconic, was initially another sore point on release. An audience member asked Carpenter at one market research screening, who was the thing at the end? Carpenter told him it was up to their imagination to decide. The, <laughs> though, by this they were oh by this they were unamused, saying, "Quote, oh God, I hate that." <laughs> so, do you believe in reincarnation, Andrew? Because you might be this guy. Because uh, you're big. Uh, if it's not in the script, <laughs> and they didn't tell you, stop making theories about it on Reddit. Yeah, my well, reincarnation is reincarnation is like the same thing too. It's like, it's like okay, if reincarnation exists, if I am reincarnated, right? I'm just saying you could be this guy, the the audience test member, because you also hate (laughs) the ambiguity of the ending. Well, I mean, we're we're yeah, we we exist in the same plane, plane, but uh, yeah, I I I am on board. It's like, hey man, don't make me figure out your movie. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me what happens in your movie. Show me. I know it's a crazy idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I like the ending. I like the the interplay between Keith David and uh, Kurt Russell. When at the end, he's like, well, what do you want to do? And he just goes, well, we'll just wait and see what happens. And yeah. that's, which is cool. And then the movie ends, and then I'm like, "Well, but I want to see, <laughs> I want to see what happens." So I'd really that, like to see what happens. Um, the least, uh, the thing that you're going to hate the most, uh, and the theory that I wanted to bring up last is there's a scene in the movie where they're using Molotov cocktails because J and B Scotch, or is it Ian E and J? Some Scotch is all over this movie. Like the bottles are everywhere, and so uh, they're making Molotov cocktails to blow to blow up the base that they're in. And Kurt Russell and the other dudes are like throwing them in all the in all the different areas, right? And at the end, he hand Keith, uh, Kurt Russell hands the scotch bottle to Keith David and Keith David takes a drink of it and there is a fan theory that that is actually gasoline. And the fact that Keith David doesn't react is cuz the thing wouldn't know what gasoline tastes like. And Kurt <laughs> Russell's like, "Ah, and then that's, and he knows. But the film does nothing to to support that theory. Fan theories are so stupid. Actually, it's, it's, what happened? What I think happened is yeah. Kurt Russell made like a like a like a thing juice where if <laughs> if you drink it and you're the thing, you explode in 15 minutes. We just didn't see what it looked like in 15 minutes. Right. So that's why I wanted to bring that one up last because I knew you would hate it the most. Uh, in the video game tie-in, oh, also called The Thing from 2002, it is revealed that McCready, who is Kurt Russell, survives and is picked up by the search and rescue team while Childs freezes to death. John Carpenter has stated that the game is canon. So there's the end of your movie. John Carpenter said the game is canon? That's what he said. <clears throat> He's like, ah, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's canon. 
Then he took it back later, but I'm holding on to that. He camp. took it back later. Yeah. Well, because I think he realizes. Does John it's Carpenter better... stink? <laughs> now he just plays NBA 2K all the time and uh, does concerts where he plays his film scores. Uh, he okay. actually didn't. He, he didn't score this movie, but the fact that he does that he plays NBA 2K all the time. He's 75 years old. I don't think he stinks, but he's got to stop yeah. doing stuff like that. He was like, he doesn't want to make movies anymore because he doesn't want to deal with all the, the bullshit. So he just, you know, plays the Halloween theme to sold out people and then plays NBA 2K. The 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 movie score thing is kind of weird. Is it with, it's an orchestra then? Well, he, like, he plays synthesizers. I don't know what the concerts look like. Oh, he literally plays the songs. Yeah, they, he wrote the songs. They're so his you songs. can go watch john carpenter like perform the songs yes oh okay i yeah. thought he was just press and play you know what I mean? <laughs> no 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 he he wrote all the scores for y'all seen they live <laughs> uh, that's that's kind of cool actually i'm not like i'm not incredibly like i don't think i'd go to that but like that's cool yeah uh it would take almost three years twenty-seven thousand hours for the thing to assimilate the whole human race according to the simulation that Wilford Brimley played. It's a 27,000 hours, is that what you said? Uh, yes. And so, and, the, and like you said, the computer's like, oh shit, you guys got a thing? Hey, that's no oh, good. <laughs> man, there is a 75% chance that one of you is the thing. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, also, big flamethrowers uh, in the last two movies. Alien and <laughs> the thing. Liberal use of flamethrowers. By the way, that's 73... Point nine seven years so 74 years from now i'm fucking screw it dude i'm going home living my life i'd be dead by then Twenty-seven thousand hours yeah oh okay i thought i had a note Wait. for my mdb that said it's like three years yeah so. i had it wrong i had it wrong i had it wrong i did, I did the math wrong hold on hold on hold on <laughs> well i was just like well imdb is way off or something's going on who knows yeah I'm trying to think even how to do that math because I did 27,000 divided by 365, but that's off. That's wrong. Uh, yeah, if it's hours, there's 20, 24 hours in a day. 24 times 365 is 8760. Uh, 27,000 divided by 8760, 3.08. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. About yeah. three years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, all right, then I'm I'm thinking about that a little harder. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, things are things are a little worse off. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> that situation. Um. So ultimately, yeah, I uh I rewatched it this morning. I always have a good time watching the thing. Kurt Russell, uh, even though he's not the star as far as like taking everything, rules in this movie. I think he's awesome. Bur uh, beard trivia took him over a year to grow out his beard and his hair for the movie it's a very thick beard yeah uh proud of him for the beard so he was born in 51 this was 82 yeah so he was 31 he was a year younger than me god damn he's, he's looking real looking real good yeah i mean he looks like he's 40 he looks like he's in he looks like he's 40 and like in the bgs yeah um, um the movie was <laughs> had a hard time getting marketed um and they the ultimately they came to the tagline the ultimate in in alien terror because they just wanted to put the word alien in there because they were trying to uh, piggyback off of alien mm -hmm. um 
but yeah. I like uh, there is a advertising person who created the the slogan "Man is the warmest place to hide." That's a dope tagline. <laughs> <laughs> That is pretty sick. <laughs> that is pretty yeah, sick. I like that. But he also wanted it to be renamed Who Goes There, uh, which I don't agree with. So <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't like the Who Goes There. I, well, I, I think it's, you know, it's like, are you, who goes there? Are you the thing or not? Hey, hey. if you're the thing, you legally hey. have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, that's thing entrapment, and I could get off on a technicality. That's... The, the thing has to read you the Miranda rights before it can take over your body. I'm also Listen, not. I'm a sovereign citizen. The thing can't get inside of me. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a citizen's arrest. I don't validate it. <laughs> um, I also have a hard time understanding the like. Uh, it's possible I'm just stupid. I'll put it out there. Uh, I'm not really sure how the thing assimilates anybody because it seems to like freak out and break it's like because why didn't it just stay the dog it's really nervous <laughs> right it's got like a nervous energy to it yeah it's like oh no they know i'm the thing <laughs> yeah because like he was it was mad chilling as the dog for a while so if it just stayed the dog what's the i guess wilford brimley says that it couldn't get to like mainland as the dog but if you just hang out as the dog for a year they're gonna take it back to the mainland after that they're probably bringing the dog back i mean as soon as the dog thing happens you have a helicopter leave (laughs) yeah well they're like oh shit any of us could be the thing and they hadn't thought of the blood test yet you know i'm saying hey guys let's leave There's got to be other deserted places. Yeah. You know? If somebody yeah. starts thinging, we'll throw him out of the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. <We> got... <laughs> Just chuck his ass out of the helicopter. If somebody starts acting real thingy. Oh, man. You know, you're, you're, getting, give... you're giving me thingy vibes. I'm not going yeah. to lie. I feel like I would fall victim. I, I feel like I would want to be the voice of reason, and I would fall victim to the thing paranoia uh, pretty quickly, you know? I would yeah. hope that I wouldn't, but I'd be uh, steady, just accusing everybody. <laughs> yeah, a, that you're like the <laughs> you're like Senator McCarthy at the communist hearings. Sounds like a thing thing would say exactly. to me. <laughs> exactly, it's like it's like uh, you know uh, you you can eat those crackers. <laughs> I know oh, those are for man. me. You're you're smelling pretty thingy right now. <laughs> the thing we know is selfish. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't share. It's, it's very selfish. It wants yeah. us to die. <laughs> I feel like you might be the thing. Thank you for the crackers. I don't think you're the thing anymore. No, these are my saltines. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, I chop your arms off with my chest mouth. <laughs> hey, uh, of... can I, can I use your pillow? <laughs> <laughs> Getting real thing vibes off of the pillow. Hey guys, John's the thing. <laughs> Um, he gives you the pillow. False alarm! False alarm! Yeah. No, no, he was very generous. No, that's I don't. Not... I don't think he's the thing anymore. I've, I found a, a thing test. That's it's not the methodology of the thing to be so gracious. You watch uh, your ass, John. <laughs> so I forget. Did you give? Did you give a score to Alien last week? No, I don't think I did. Uh, okay. Uh, seven and a half. All right, where are we putting the thing on the uh, on the old scale? Eight. Okay, That's I think I like eight. the thing. 
I think I like the thing better than I liked. See, I, I think I run. I'm gonna run. Uh, I'm gonna run. Uh, danger of having a scale like my brother's, where it's it's like everything's everything's too high. So maybe right. I should adjust it to give some room and go says six point seven. Okay. For alien. for the thing. Ah, okay. I'll still take that as a as it being an old movie. uh, I think that that's pretty good on your scale. Yeah, I liked I liked both movie both both movies. I'm 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 uh, maybe I'll go seven two and seven seven. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, and you've knocked two of the one thousand and one movies you need to see before you die off the list. Those are two of them. Yep. Only right. 990 more to go, and then it's fucking zilch. And I'm fucking <laughs> Zero. dead as shit. Is, <laughs> Zeroed is, out for you, dude. Is Captain Ron on that? I'll have to download the list. We'll see if it made the, the final tally or not. <laughs> it made mine, you know. Oh, man. Captain Ron has to be on it. Heavyweights yeah. and surf ninjas. Uh, as we discussed, the thing was a bomb at the box office. Uh, unfortunately, it was released June 25th, 1982. Budget $15 million. Grossed $19.6 million. Uh. Uh, but it became like a huge hit on VHS after this. And then it became the movie that people would like calibrate their sound system to, I guess, because for some reason, like the way that they did the sound. And the movie is perfect to dial in your home yeah, and it was stereo like, system. Because there's like a doom doom. Isn't yeah. there like a... I, I can't remember what the actual sound is, but it repeats like a million times in the movie. So Well, there's there's like a musical sting for like, oh shit, that guy's the thing. Uh, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, it goes up like whenever they're testing the blood and they uh, it's about to be the guy who is actually the thing. The music changes and has this like particular tone to it. So He said... Uh... He said uh, this one bombing was the the hardest bombing that he ever took. Like in terms of like him dealing with it, like it 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 really it really bummed him out that this movie did not do well at first. Yeah, well, and it like ruined his like mainstream uh, studio deal. Like they dropped him from his deal because the movie did so poorly, and so like this was his first foray into like major studio filmmaking. And it was like the thing he he got to pick the project and make it, and then it failed. Like, <laughs> that sucks, dude. You know what I forgot about? There's this when uh, when we f- I I think it's when we encounter the Norwegians. Like right after the Norwegians, they have like two guys who had been melted together, and were also like a conglomeration of like oh like, yeah kind of thingy, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he was like, hey. Uh, do an autopsy on those immediately. What do you mean an autopsy? Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you think we're gonna find out what happened to these fucking guys? I think they were burned. They were melted together. Well, and Wilford Brimley's real nonchalant with his like dealing with the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got like no gloves, no mask. He's like ripping bones off of it. He's like, this shit is wild, dude. He, he, he's like, he's, uh, he's like, these are normal looking organs. He's holding them in his hand, like looking around. Yeah. Everybody, if you want to see some thing organs. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, it's got, like, a heart and, and lungs and intestines and stuff. No gloves, just straight, <laughs> like, it's a Civil War battlefield there. <laughs> when they just saw that a dog <laughs> was was a thing, yeah. like, this thing might be contagious. 
Well, and I like the scene when the dog first uh, starts thinging out, and the guy, the dog handler guy, everybody, uh, Kurt Russell pulls the fire alarm, so everybody goes towards the kennels, and he's like, I don't know what's in there, man, but it's real mad, and it's like, uh, uh, tentacle monster, you're not going to mention? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, and that's one of the ones where it's like, there's no light in this place. Like you don't, you can't turn on a light. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, one very interesting thing is that nobody's got a flashlight. Everything yeah. is uh, is flares, and it's like you. So you guys are scientists, apparently. They didn't really yeah. say what they were there for at all. No, there's um, never any like uh, plot reason given why they're why they're there. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, nobody has a flashlight there's no flashlights in this whole place like i know it's 1982 but i'm pretty sure we had those yeah Uh, you know how many flares they wasted (laughs) well and uh like you said there's a there's a part where uh whenever kurt russell comes back in from outside after they try to lock him out uh and he's got the flare and he's got the dynamite and it's like Nobody will go near him, but like, well, it's not that fast. Like, <laughs> if there are eight of you, you can probably overwhelm him before he's able to blow all of you up. Dynamite doesn't work like that. Yeah, very. I like, I mean, it it could it could just like destabilize it completely because dynamite's like touchy like that. But yeah. uh, you probably go get him. Probably yeah, get him. Uh, but you don't go get Kurt Russell <laughs> because he's the star of this thing. He's got leather skin. Yeah. Um. All right, so the week this movie came out, June 25th, 1982. Uh, I'm going to say that you have seen three of these movies. Okay, three of the of ten? Three of ten, not including The Thing. And these are 1982 movies? 1982 movies. All right. So uh, we got E.T., the, the Extraterrestrial. I have seen that. It's been a long time, yeah. but I've seen it. Not a Thing Alien. Nice Alien. Nice E.T. Alien. Yeah. Not gooey. Well, I guess the, the thing isn't really mean or nice. It's just sort of a, doing it. Like we talked about, it's, it's just existing thinging. the way it it's exists. Just, yeah. just thinging along, you know what I mean? But um, uh, The people were like, see, uh, when E.T. was so successful, people were like, see, people want this kind of alien. They don't want a mean alien. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if E.T. fucked up the thing. I wonder if that's the reason that people didn't watch help. the thing. <laughs> like, uh, and then the... I guess there was like a, we were in a recession and the economy and everything was all jacked up in 82 sound familiar. Uh, and mm-hmm. people were like, nobody wants to go to the movies and be depressed by the nihilistic ending of the thing. We want to see nice alien who gets to go back to his home planet. Yeah. Ouch. So, <laughs> yeah. Eats M and M's. He's a delight. <laughs> what, uh, if, number what if two. they made, what if they made nice alien movie with this thing? <laughs> And he's just like, come on. Come on, man. I just, I just yeah. want some cookies. Yeah. Let me turn into your dog. Yeah. <laughs> come I'll on. Just, I'll just be the dog for a while. Yeah. I won't kill him unless you kind of startle me and accuse me of being a thing. <laughs> right. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like your tone. Uh, number two, Blade Runner. OG Blade Runner. I have seen that. We watched it for Refund Theater. Good movie. Yeah. Directed by Ridley Scott, who directed Alien. Hell yeah. So, uh, Number three, a movie called Firefox with Clint Eastwood, where he has to try to steal a Soviet plane that you can control with your mind. So <laughs> it's not about the uh, the web browser. Yeah, the internet, the creation of the internet web browser. <laughs> uh, Rocky Three is number four on this list. 
I don't know, probably. Bites Mr. T. That's that that's this one. Uh has Hulk Hogan in it as Thunder Lips. I don't think I've watched this movie. Uh number four. Or no, I'm sorry, number five. Star Trek two, The Wrath of Khan. I don't mm-hmm. think it's on Khan! <laughs> No, I haven't seen that. Alright. Uh stop me. Annie Poltergeist, The Thing, a movie called Megaforce. And oh, yeah, re- Megaforce. <laughs> I have a oh, Megaforce shit. tattoo, bro. Yeah. Uh, and the re-release of Bambi. So I'm imagining Bambi is on the list of movies. Oh, yeah, I've seen Bambi. Yeah. You can't, can't walk on ice. It's cute. Uh, Annie, like, the sun will come out tomorrow, Annie? Yes, the 1982. I don't know if that's the original one or not. Eileen but. Quinn and Carol Burnett and Tim Curry? Is that fucking... Or is that a new one? Hold on. Hold on. Tomorrow. Um, I just brought this to a grinding halt. <laughs> Gotta make uh, sure if it's the right Annie or not. Carol Burnett was in it, so it means it's good. Uh, Eileen yeah. Quinn was apparently Annie. No, I don't think I've seen this one. No, I'm Tim imagining the, Shir- the Shirley Temple one is probably the one you've seen. If you've the seen monkey one. that looks like Tim Curry. Not in the movie. <laughs> not in the movie. That I might still be can't find first. that monkey. I, I Dude... I swear it exists. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm stuck where it's just me and you trying to claim that it, that it exists. <laughs> We're the only people, only people yeah. of all time who have seen. There's guys. There's a there's a picture of a monkey online that looks exactly like Tim Curry, uh, and uh, Dusty and I saw it a long time ago, and uh, it's we, been scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's it was just we always just talked about Tim Curry monkey, and uh, we haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. How, I think you are. Are you the one that found Tim Curry monkey? Is that what? Yeah, happened? I told you because I, I think one time you mentioned Tim Curry and I went, "Oh, Tim Curry monkey," <laughs> and you were like, "What is that?" And I had to show it to you. It's a monkey that looks like Tim Curry, and they used to have a side by side. Yeah, of them together. Uh, I think Snowden might have taken it off the internet. Is my working theory so far? It was uh, it's part da- of the. It was part of the Twitter files. Yeah. <laughs> um. Of the top 10 movies of 1982 in total, I just wanted to take a brief moment to point out, in 1982, we were a country, we believed in things, and we made The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas the 10th highest grossing movie of 1982. It's called so, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas? Yeah, it's got Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds in it, dude. That movie God rules. God <laughs> bless America. Um, I imagine it's the basis for the brothel episode of The Simpsons. That's what I always thought. That's a burlesque house. Watch your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Is uh is is uh Dolly the ma- madam? She is the proprietor of the best Hell little yeah, whorehouse dude. in Texas. Yeah. Good for uh, her. To shut it down I'm, now. By, by the way, I'm sick of the uh, uh, Jolene and uh, and I will always love you in one night thing. Because it's like, what did she do all the other nights? Right. She had one good night. <laughs> no, she wrote a bunch of other dope songs. It's I just, know. you know. Um, the line from the Simpsons episode, uh, <laughs> to shut it down now would be twisted. We just heard this place existed. Oh, uh, my favorite, my favorite. I think this is, I think it's that episode where it's, let's stop talking about S-E-X in front of the C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N. And <laughs> And Krusty goes, sex cauldron. I thought they closed that place down. Yeah. Um, I think that's that episode, but well, that's also the, I misplaced my pants uh, episode. It is the, I misplaced my pants episode. And yeah. it's also uh grandpa Simpson 
walking in, whistling, <laughs> yeah. putting his hat up, turning around, grabbing his hat, and leaving immediately. Yep. And uh, Principal Skinner coming in and asking if the dancer that he likes has gotten all of his gifts from Bart, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Look, it's a Mostly Simpsons podcast. The last joke of that episode where Marge has to do stand up to make up for ruining uh the burlesque house and she's got a little she's got like a ventriloquist doll and she goes uh what'd you name your son he goes chip and then homer's in the front row and he goes take it off (laughs) (laughs) and uh bart comes over and goes okay you've been warned and they (laughs) have to they have to take him out Man, that's a good joke. He kicks Homer out of the building. Yeah, this, yeah. it's a it's a top flight episode. That 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 episode is like, yeah. well, like Homer's going and and he's like, he starts to leave, and he and because he sees Bart and he and yeah. he like he pokes his head in and he's like, does your mom know you're here? He's like, yeah, it was her idea. And he's like, oh, in that case, I'll take. Oh no, it was that. Uh, no, grandpa. that was Grandpa. Yeah. He said, does your do your does your do your parents know you're here? And he's like, and in that case, I'll take my normal table or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, number one album this week, Asia, the band with Asia, the album. Uh, it's big. Might, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might know Asia as the band who sings heat of the moment, which is why this record was <laughs> good song. Uh, yeah. It's the number one selling album of 1982. Once again, didn't think about Google when you named your band. Yeah. Four times platinum. Uh, also, you should look up the cover of the album Asia. It's got like a sick ass dragon on it. Hell yeah. Yeah. They're, good. they're from England, though. It's fucking appropriating ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, man. It's a... They're one of those bands that uh, there's. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen people who have ever been in Asia. Yeah. Including Ron Bumblefoot Tao. <laughs> oh, I think that dude was in Guns N' Roses for a minute. Unless there's a different guy whose nickname is Bumblefoot who plays guitar. It seems unlikely. Uh, yep, he was. All right, um, good. I saw I saw a Twitter thread yesterday that was like, "What's the worst?" Oh, you were, you you uh, responded oh, yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. The worst band name. The the worst band. The worst name. The band that you were in that has the worst name. Did you see? Yeah. Did you read any of the replies? Yeah, there's a lot of bad band names. There was uh, two in the punk, one in the stunk. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't like. Stop naming your bands gross things. <laughs> yeah, like gutter punk or like folk punk, just names that are never gonna make your band even remotely popular. Like I understand the whole thing is to be anti-establishment, but it's like, dude, you can't put, you can't even put that on a flyer. If you're chuckle fucks in the McFucknuts, it's just not gonna happen. You know what the only the only good one is? Huh? The shitty Beatles. <laughs> is it just ironic or is it? They suck. <laughs> is that what he says? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like that's some Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies shit or whatever. I'm not into it. Yeah, it just doesn't it. make any sense. Yeah. Uh, plus, I'll tell you what's I'll tell you what's good, clean, fun. Our number one song this week, <laughs> they, uh, much like our movie, ends with a white and a uh, African-American uh, protagonist, Ebony and Ivory. It's the number one yeah, song. <laughs> Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney coming together. <laughs> you know? It's just such a weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> the video's weird. I don't like any of it. 
It's see. yeah, it's just it's just weird. He's black and I'm white. So is the piano. <laughs> <laughs> and it was number one for seven weeks. That's what the nation needed. They didn't need Mean Alien. They needed Ebony and Ivory. And it's one of those songs that the like the somebody will play and they'll be like, "See, I'm doing my part." <laughs> right. Yeah. Um the it's like dave Chappelle said about his first sitcom he ever had it was supposed to be like him and a white friend and it's like i'll look at them they're getting along <laughs> that's like the whole premise i think the show was called pals or something problem solved yeah. uh, what's, what's your what's your problem <laughs> yeah. um 1982 had some bangers man uh i i know it's a song that you uh submit to never needing to hear again but uh i love rock and roll oh <laughs> ebony, man uh, ebony and ivory Ma- eye machine the <laughs> eye of the tiger oh, uh man. Abraca- okay. abracadabra by the steve miller band <laughs> That's, okay okay better than uh, joker hard to say i'm sorry by chicago uh, Ooh, that's yeah. one of, that's like if you guys haven't heard it's hard. Is it? It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. It's hard to say I'm sorry. Hard to say I'm sorry. If you don't, if you haven't heard that song, do yourself a favor. Go, yeah. the, the fucking chorus to that song. <laughs> uh, Jack and Diane credited to John Cougar. I uh, hate that song, bro. That was playing at the golf course I was at the other day. They yeah. had like the the basic the basic bitch white old man rock yeah. playing all day and it was like yeah. it's that and brown eyed girl and ev- <laughs> and every ccr song ever written even though i like ccr yeah. but i yeah i don't care about jack and fuck jack and fuck diane <laughs> look dude you need to take yourself down to the tasty freeze fuck down a couple <laughs> chili dogs and chill out all right uh also up where we belong which i would imagine would be on that white person <laughs> Uh, golf playlist Which by Joe Cocker that? and Jennifer Warrens. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Love lift me up where we belong. Yeah. But this, that song bangs, dude. That is a good song. That yeah. is a good song. Uh, Mickey by Tony Basil, of course. Uh, and in, in out the year, Hollow Notes, Man Eater, which is another dope song. Man, that was a good year. Yeah, the, that's just all. The, those are just the number ones, you know. You got. I'm gonna. Pl- I'm gonna play a little bit of that Chicago song real quick. But... Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me. Let me get the advanced sharing options. <laughs> okay. It's no fucking Peter Cetera sing, bro. I listen to this all the time. <laughs> Uh, this this chorus right here. After all that we've been through, I will make it up to you. I promise to. God damn! I know you're a big Chicago guy. So. After all has been said and done, you're just the one. Yeah. God damn That's... it! <laughs> I fucking love Chicago. Uh, yeah. And that song is amazing. So uh, listen to the rest of it, you dorks. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my friends, closes it out. Andrew's still Andrew. I'm still Dusty. As best as we can tell, neither one of us have been thinged. Uh, We're not thinging it up. No, things are good all the way around. Uh, next week, we are going to take a brief sojourn uh, because we can't do 
aliens all the time. Uh, I believe we're going to do a podcast. We're going to do an episode on a man that lots of people thought might have been an alien at one point. Uh, one Mr. John Jones. Mr. Jonathan Dwight Jones, the, uh, yeah. the, the, the baddest motherfucker that ever lived. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, John Jones is fighting uh, in the UFC next on on Saturday, March fourth, and John Jones has had one of the craziest batshit fucking fighting careers in history, and um, it's a fascinating guy. And yeah, so what I I told Dusty because we did plan on doing this three weeks in a row, but uh, I want to get this out before the John Jones fight. And if we did it the week after, it would be the day after he fought, uh, which I thought about doing. And then us like recording the end of the podcast right after the fight. So we can like, you know, but um, we'll just update you guys the, the next week. But I'm going to give Dusty a list of fights to watch. We're not going to watch every John Jones fight. That's going to be way too long. So we'll do like the important fights in his career. Like we'll watch his only loss. Uh, we'll watch uh, him winning the title. We'll watch like some of his big finishes when he's young. We'll watch him breaking his toe against freaking Chael Sonnen, and then like, and but in in between, I'll talk about all the legal issues <laughs> that John ran into in between these fights, and the the steroids, and the hit and run, and the DUI, and the shooting a gun out of his car at the middle of the night because he was drunk driving around by himself, and then the, the, the yeah. dick pills, and the picograms, and like... All the uh, not-chill moments in John Jones's career. And still yeah. just, like, was one of the greatest fighters. Like, we'll watch John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson one, and when we watch that fight, I want you to remember... That John did not train for that fight. Right. He like all... he, he kind of trained for that fight. Right. It's all hookers and blow for that fight. Yeah, he said uh, he's on his way to the to the octagon for at that point. I mean, every fight is like one of the biggest fights of your career because he's he's defending his title, and he um <laughs> he's he said he's walking to the octagon thinking, oh man, I didn't prepare for this fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited because we're, you know, this is still branching out, uh, trying to do some, some movies and some UFC. Uh, we're going to go back to aliens, uh, not the movie aliens, but just, uh, movies with aliens. Yeah. Is it predator next? Is that what we're doing? I believe it is the predator. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and (laughs) predator might have a flamethrower in it too. We'll see. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I've got some. uh, I've got a predator. I've got got a flamethrower in my pants. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we're going to do John Jones. We're going to do the Predator. I got some wrestling uh, stuff on the books as an idea as well. Uh, Just kind of spanning all the interest, you know, seeing seeing how it goes. Yeah. And, uh, I, I I'm excited about it. I, I'm I'm excited to do to do the John Jones thing. It's going to be a lot of research that I forgot I have to do. So I'm going to start doing that tonight. This, probably this is the Andrew research uh, portion. Yeah, and this this will be. I think this. Well, I I did some I did some research and kind of did a little steering on the UFC one episode. But like yep. this will be the one that like I'm I'm bringing pretty much all of it. And I'm excited. Because uh, we're going to do this for Conor McGregor, too. But I think that's going to have to be two episodes. I think we have to do the rise of Conor McGregor and then the fall of Conor McGregor. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's do it. Yes, so, sir. Uh, thanks again for everyone who listens. Uh, truly appreciate all of you. Uh, thanks for hanging with us. Uh, and we ap- appreciate it. Anybody who listens, like it's amazing to take your time to listen to us, uh, talk about the thing and we appreciate it. So, uh, absolutely. And we'll be back next week. Kayfabe is dead, but we're alive watching the career of John Jones and, uh, the shenanigans of John Jones. <laughs>